Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. Your current life is the result of your previous choices. If you want something different, begin to choose differently. Joe Ticchio. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about why you need to make a morning routine. Now, this episode is coming to you guys inspired by one of your personal requests. I've been getting a lot of requests lately to talk more about routines and organizational skills, gisting, all of that good stuff. So I'm basically just going to go through my morning routine, explain just exactly what kind of morning routine essentials you might need to be a bit more productive moving into your day and just talk all things morning routine. So hopefully you guys are listening in the morning and maybe have a warm coffee with you or no matter when you're listening, you'll be able to just set up your day tomorrow to start fresh with a brand new routine, maybe take it into the week and just see if it makes any difference for you if you don't already use one. Now I know that personally for me, using a morning routine has absolutely changed my life. I wasn't always necessarily someone that had a routine in the morning. Like I've always been a morning person, but I never necessarily had a morning routine from the time that I was like, I don't know, anytime before I would say like 22, 23, I didn't really have much of a morning routine. So it's only been a few years, but even within those few years, I've really come to know and just appreciate how important those few morning hours are like right after you wake up in the morning. And ever since implementing my own morning routine, I've noticed it just makes a great deal of change on how productive I am moving into the rest of my day, even just my overall mood and perspective going into the rest of the day, and ultimately just how much I'm able to get done and anchor myself 
and just an overall aspect of life. So how do you know if a morning routine is right for you? This is the thing. You can so easily interchange everything we're going to talk about today with night. That is something that I'm saying mainly because I feel like not everybody is exactly the same. I've always kind of been a morning person. So the morning time is really easy for me to basically anchor down and really just zone in and kind of create a rhythm of flow that helps me move into my day. But that said, I know that there's probably a lot of you guys out there and even people that I know in my personal life that are more nighttime creatures. They're more nighttime owls. And so having a more, you know, like strategic nighttime routine might also be beneficial for you or even better for you than having a morning routine. So the first question in knowing how or if a morning routine is even right for you is establishing if you're more of a morning person or a night person. Now, this is going to be super hard for those of you guys out there that feel like you're a bit of both. I know that there's times where I want to stay up late all night because I find that my creative juices start flowing. Like, you know, when it's like, 10 o'clock at night and you're like, okay, it's time to wind down. And then all of a sudden you're just hit and bombarded with a million good ideas. Like I hate that because I also know that I love getting up early and using those early morning hours to plant seeds for my day or for my goals or for my week, you know? So you have to kind of decide which one is more worth it for you. I find that getting to sleep a bit earlier and waking up earlier and having the morning when it feels kind of like the whole world is asleep is definitely more enjoyable for me than just staying up later at night but it took me a while to figure that out. So I definitely would say to be able to find out for sure is to ask yourself, would you rather have a night routine or a morning routine? Now you can also have both. Like you don't have to choose one or the other necessarily, but I would say in terms of finding a rhythm or a flow of routine that you want to use on a more daily basis, like every week. For instance, I use my morning routine Monday to Friday. To figure out which one you want to stick more strategically to, I would choose one or the other to begin with. Now, a morning routine or slash night routine, like I mentioned, is also for you if you feel like you never have enough time to do what you need that isn't like what you already have to do on a day-to-day basis. By that, I mean all of us have to work or go to school or most of us has something that we need to basically check into every single day. A lot of the times it's going to work from like a nine to five or maybe you even work for yourself at home or maybe you do school, but you do some schoolwork at home. No matter what though, there's always things that we have to do on our day-to-day list. You know, It's just one of those things that in order to live on this planet, in order to be a human being, we have things we need to check into. But what about the things that you don't always get a chance to check into? What are the things that we tend to kind of push aside when we just feel like, oh, we don't have enough time for that, or I don't get time to read, so I just don't, or I don't know when I can work out, so I just say I'm going to do it later, but then I never really come around to finding time to do it. Or even if it's just like researching goals or just getting deep into any kind of hobby, if you don't have time that's specifically set aside to do those things, you might feel like you are constantly racking up a list of ideas or things that you would love to implement every single day, but never really finding the time to do them. And then another way to know that a morning routine is right for you is if you feel like you're always unprepared for your day. Like if you always just kind of go along your day and think, okay, like I'm getting through my day, but I still feel like I could do this better. Like I feel like I could be more 
set. I feel like my brain could be more tapped in and anchored to what I'm trying to do and what type of life I'm basically doing everything for on a day-to-day basis. Because realistically, we don't just wake up and show up places just because we have to. We wake up and we show up for school or we wake up and we show up to do our work because we're ultimately trying to build the lives of our dreams, right? Like what else are we doing? So when you think about it, if you can be more prepared going into your day or even more prepared finishing off your day, that routine is going to make it easier for you to basically cultivate more opportunity from what's already sitting right in front of you. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard this quote before, but in case you haven't, here it goes. One positive thought in the morning can change your entire day. Now, this is one of those things that I think can be obviously taken at face value, but you could also blow it up a little bit more than that. One positive thought in the morning can change your entire day. That is definitely for sure. But imagine one whole positive sequence of events, what that could do to your entire work day or your entire school day. Now, like I mentioned, I particularly do my morning routine from Monday to Friday. And those are the days that I have more of like a scheduled work life balance. You know what I mean? Like I work from usually around 10 to six or seven at night and I have a morning routine sequence that brings me from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And within that sequence, I jam pack it with a lot of positive action that then creates a whole shift in how the rest of my day goes. So if you think about it, waking up and even just doing one positive action could ultimately shift the entire course or the entire mood of your day that follows afterwards. Or again, if you are looking to build more of a night routine, having that one thing at the end of the day that you know you're kind of looking forward to might be a good way to kind of dangle the carrot in front of you and get through all the things you need to do in a day. But either way, just knowing that you have that positive action is ultimately going to give you something to either anchor to in the morning or look forward to in the nighttime. Not to mention just having a morning routine in general gives you so much more time to yourself. I know that it can be really easy to just continue to like hit our snooze buttons and just wait and wait and wait until we absolutely have to get up, but then you're scrambling in like 30 minutes to put on makeup and, you know, do your hair, pick out your outfit and you're not actually taking a moment before your day has even begun to just sit with yourself. Now, I know that maybe we don't need to do this every single day on such a deep intellectual, like philosophical level by any means, but even just sitting with yourself and just taking some deep breaths. You do not need to ask yourself any life crazy questions. You don't always have to be soul searching in those moments with yourself every morning. It's just as simple as just breathing and being without having to do anything. I think we really overlook the value that comes from waking up in the morning or even taking some time at night to just breathe, to just look around, to sit in silence, to read, to meditate, to do yoga, to paint, to write, to draw, to do anything that our soul kind of calls to, you know, to just spend some time with ourselves or even spend some time with our loved ones. Maybe your morning routine or whatever routine you're building right now is one that you're hoping you can incorporate more time with the people you love with. Even that will make such a positive change and effect on the rest of your day. Not to mention too, it's not even 
just about being able to have that time to kind of be with yourself and sit with yourself and check in with yourself, but also to get all your personal priorities done as well. This can be anything from just taking a moment to meditate so that you feel like you're more mentally healthy going into your day. Maybe it's stretching so that you get more into your body. You kind of wake up inside of yourself. You wake up that consciousness. Maybe it's, I mean, I'm doing a really good job at listing off things that I like to do in the morning, but I'm trying to think of some things that maybe might relate to more of you guys out there. Like, you know, maybe you want to spend a good 30 minutes just blaring some of your favorite pump up feel good tunes and making a super healthy breakfast. Or maybe you like to go for a run and just be outside in the fresh air or even just walk your dog at the park. Getting up a little earlier and establishing a routine that you start to do every day is going to make it so that you can get those personal priorities done and out of the way before you need to sign in or check in to anybody else for the day. And in a way that's like showing up for yourself. You're showing up for your hobbies. You're showing up for just who you are by using this sense of discipline and doing the same things every day. You know, it's just one of those things that once you decide something's important to you and that something is worth taking the time and energy out of your day and out of your life and putting it into, then you're basically deciding to show up for yourself and make room for the things that you want to see happening in your life. And I think personally, for me, that starts in the morning time, but that just starts with routine in general. Because when you build a routine, even on the days that you don't feel like it, if you can push through, and do that routine for like three weeks. That'll ingrain it like a habit and make it so that you can then alter, shift, and adjust and move your routine as it grows and as you grow as an individual and you start learning new information and cultivating like what's going to work better for you and what isn't working for you anymore. But either way, all it is is checking in with yourself, showing up for yourself, and making sure that you're basically building like a prep so that anything you do follow or before this routine has greater value to your life. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, so I don't know exactly where I read this, so please do not quote me on it, but I once read that there was a study done that showed that waking up in the earlier actually makes us happier and more productive. Now, I'm going to take a wild guess and assume that that comes from the fact that having those extra hours in the morning not only gives you more time to, like I said, kind of check in with yourself, check in with where your mood's at, just do some things that are kind of just for you and allow you to just be with yourself or be with the things that you enjoy most. But not only that, those extra hours, again, do make you more productive, whether you are trying to incorporate like a workout routine in the morning, maybe you do your goal setting, maybe you check over your day or your schedule or do your emails extra early in the morning so that they're done and out of the way for the day. Maybe you do your brainstorming, maybe you go for walks. I don't know what it is, but no matter what, having those extra hours in the day to just kind of sit and contemplate with yourself and also do some things that are on your to-do list before, you know, most people are even getting up to have their breakfast. It just gives you that sense of accomplishment and it gives you that sense of fulfillment moving into your day. Now, like I said, you can always switch that into a night routine if that works better for you too. Because even though I was saying that that study in particular said waking up earlier makes us happier, more productive. I think that ultimately what it's actually showing is that the study is saying that like giving yourself more hours in the day to just spend some time by yourself. So I do think that that can even just be a shift in mindset. If you can anchor yourself into finding a way to push a few extra hours into your nighttime that are solely just for you, that like you turn off your phone or you just take that same amount of time and you just focus it inward rather than focusing so externally on the world, it's going to ultimately make you happier and productive because you're taking that time to check in. We kind of tend to forget that we are just experiencing life on a day-to-day basis, right? Because a lot of the times we get so used to our schedules and our routine that we just kind of end up going through the motions without really just checking in. And so I guess in a way, having these little routines of not just things you have to do, but things that you really want to do, things that really ground you and wake you up to the life that you're living and who you are as an individual, whether it's in the morning or at nighttime, either way, it's just giving you that sense of, oh, okay, yeah, this is where I am right now. Or this is how I'm feeling this week. Or wow, I'm noticing like I'm more flexible today than I was three days ago. Or I'm noticing that I have a lot more to say in my journal today than I did last week. But it just gives you that little sense of pattern or repetition within the things that you enjoy doing and that you choose to do that are giving you, I guess, a really good kind of feedback or almost like a mirror back to you as to where you're at with your life in the moment. And that will change. Your routines will change as you begin to change. Like there might be a time that journaling no longer calls to you as much as reading does. Or maybe you find that as much as your morning yoga was great, it's kind of starting to become a little stale. So you start incorporating yoga classes where you leave your house and go to a class every morning. It doesn't really matter exactly how you do your routine. It just matters that you're cultivating and creating a routine that's going to work best for you. And then tapping into that routine and shifting and making adjustments anytime you feel like you need to. The greatest question that I think you can ask when it comes to making a morning routine as well is why am I even doing this? This is one of the things that I had to do after I was filling my morning routine up with too many things. Like it's just started to become one of those things that before my workday had even begun, I was already feeling like a little 
tired or a little overwhelmed because I had created a morning routine that I felt like I was checking things off a to-do list. Like for instance, when I used to use like a day planner and I was writing things by hand into my day planner, I would write my morning routine out like every single day. And if you're basically doing a routine of habits that takes like an hour or two, you don't actually need to write those things out and check them off every single day because they become an ingrained part of just like what you do and who you are. It's just like your morning routine in general is one thing to check off the list, not a million things to check off the list. So in order to actually establish, okay, why am I actually doing this? You have to really ask, well, what's the point? So when you wake up in the morning, what are you looking to cultivate before you go into your day? What mindset are you looking to go into? What perspective would you like to anchor to? Basically, who do you want to be when you go to show up for the rest of your day? For me, I want to be someone that's calm, but also creative. I mean, that can obviously shift and adjust. There's going to be times where I'm calm, creative, and energetic. There's going to be days where I'm calm, creative, and contemplative. There's going to be days where I'm calm, creative, and content. But as long as the first two calm and creative are always there, I feel like from Monday to Friday, that is like my main focus. So I need to make it so that my morning routine anchors into that why. What am I doing? I'm doing this. Why? Because this makes me feel calm. What am I doing? I'm doing this. Why? Because this sparks my creative curiosity. So for my morning routine, when I was starting to take things off the list and add different things in and basically make it so that it worked best for me. I was looking at each item that I was placing in my routine and asking, does this make me feel calm? And does this make me feel creative? Because that's ultimately how I want to go into my day. So what is my morning routine? I've gone over my morning routine a few times with you guys. And by a few, I mean a lot all over like YouTube through videos and all of that stuff. But As of recently, my morning routine is this. I wake up at 6 a.m. every single day. And recently, I actually just shifted it even since my last morning routine video where I used to wake up and the first thing I would do right down the stairs, kettle on the stove, making my French press coffee. But one thing that I've noticed, and it's something that I've been like kind of like slowly just chipping away at and just becoming more curious of is one, I have very odd digestive problems. Like I tend to get very upset stomachs very easily throughout the day. And I was noticing that not drinking water first thing in the morning was definitely, you know, adding to that, but also to drinking a super hot beverage within like 10 minutes of waking up. And it's just like scalding hot because that's how I like to drink my coffee. Also is not good for your digestion. Not to mention though, I found that waking up and instantly jumping into making coffee made it so that I was a little less aware, even by the time I did move into sitting down to do my yoga and meditation. I was just kind of like, I already feel like I've built up a decent amount of energy or pent up thoughts that my day has already begun with because I jumped so quickly into action. So a recent thing I've been doing is waking up and before I do anything, I do my meditation and my stretching. So I was reading this book just last month. It was called um, Falling Awake by John Kabat-Zinn. And he talks about how doing lying down meditation is so important, especially in the first few minutes of waking up. Now, this is a really hard thing to do if you tend to fall back asleep very easily, but I don't know what it is. It's almost kind of like once I'm awake, I'm awake and it's really hard for me to fall back asleep. So once my alarm goes off in the morning, I lie back down and I just take that moment to do a morning meditation. And whether it's just 
you know, deep breaths. Sometimes I'll do a guided meditation if I'm finding that my brain is really finding it difficult to like anchor or focus. And other times I'll notice that my brain just goes wild with all of this, like what I was dreaming about or emotions or just like subtle energies that I feel kind of sitting inside of me. And so just taking that, you know, 30 minutes right after I wake up in the morning really helps me anchor, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is where my mind is at. And I almost just try and witness it rather than even, you know, attach to it, which is not an easy thing to do because I feel like a lot of the times we tend to identify with our thoughts. So even again, just taking that first chunk of my morning to meditate before I do anything else makes it so that I can notice that I'm identifying with my thoughts or I can notice that I'm identifying with my emotions or my feelings rather than just playing witness to them. Um, That kind of sounds confusing even just saying that out loud to you guys now. But basically, I mean, when I woke up this morning, for instance, I woke up and instantly was like, oh God, I feel like I'm not going to get enough done today. I feel like I kind of was in a weird mood last night. So I'm not really sure how I'm waking up this morning. How do I feel? And then I was like, oh, wait a second. Hello, self. (laughs) Just like instantly was like, ooh, my brain is already running wild. Like I should probably just take it down a notch. Just breathe for a second. It doesn't matter how I felt last night. I don't need to relive where I was last night because I'm only right here right now. And I don't need to identify with what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling because all I am is experiencing. And no matter what I get done today, it'll all be fine because I'm just on a journey. I know that sounds really corny and cringy, but that was like my morning meditation this morning. And I just kept on trying to anchor back into my breath and just be like, no matter what, you are just experiencing your life. And that was how I did my meditation and then stretched before I did anything else. That was the longest explanation ever. But ultimately what I'm getting at here is one of the first things and most important things for me to do every morning is definitely to meditate because that is how I remain calm. That is how I stop my anxiety triggers from going before I've even had a chance to sip my morning coffee, you know? So I always start my morning, at least the first hour of my morning with 30 minutes of meditating and then 30 minutes of stretching. So come 7 a.m., I head downstairs and then I make my French press coffee, which is my favorite part of every single morning. Like I fiend a good coffee in the morning. So I wake up and I make my coffee and then I bring that coffee back upstairs into my room and I do my morning reading. I try and read a chapter of each book that I'm reading of the month. I read two books every month. And if you guys are curious, I did my whole reading list for 2019 on my YouTube channel, but it's also on my Goodreads account and I'm constantly keeping that updated. So right now I'm reading The Untethered soul, which is actually where a lot of that whole, you know, oh, hello thoughts, like I am not going to identify with you. That whole process of thinking has been coming from lately for me. And also the other book that I'm reading is all about the basics of the chakras. And that has also been super cool to read about. And it's something that I'm looking to incorporate a lot more into the Coast Dailies. So you guys are going to hear a ton about chakras really soon. That's like the first two hours of my day. And then the third hour is working out and then getting ready. The reason why, I, I mean, I just dove super deeply into that. I'm so sorry. I hope that that was entertaining for you guys to hear. But ultimately what I'm getting at here is that those three hours are like my three main priority things that I try and do before I enter my workday. Now, sometimes those things might move and adjust. Sometimes I don't get to read, you know, two chapters or one of each book. Sometimes I read a few chapters of one book or another, but ultimately what I'm getting at here 
here is just making it so that it's more so of having three priorities each morning rather than three strict routine schedules because that is what's going to give you your discipline with a little bit more flow or freedom. What I mean by that is taking those priorities and being like, okay, so my first priority of the day is always to just wake up within my body and my mind. So to meditate and to stretch. Now, I don't necessarily have to do the same meditation every day. I don't have to lie down. I don't have to do the same stretches every day. But as long as I'm taking that first hour to anchor inside my mind and then wake up inside of my body, it doesn't matter how that necessarily comes to be as long as I'm feeling like those two things are accomplished. Then for the second hour, it's always sparking my creativity by reading. And I love reading different types of books, but whatever book I'm being drawn to that day is ultimately where my creative curiosity is going. So as long as I'm just brewing up my coffee and getting ready to absorb some new creative information, I don't care how it happens. And then my third priority is to just, you know, get some movement in and just anchor and tie into the wellness and well-being, I guess, of my body. So whether that's going for a run, going to a yoga class, going to a spin class, going and doing some strength training at the gym, either way, it's just showing up and allowing my body to exert some of its energy or to basically flow through its own sense of energy or movement in its own way. And then getting ready for my day because I feel like getting ready is a big thing for me. I know that I just work better when I feel like I've put together a look of the day And that used to be something I kind of struggled with because there was this whole phase where I was like, okay, maybe I don't need to wear makeup or maybe I do. And some people like it, some people don't, but where do I stand with it? And it's just basically boiled down to noting that one thing that actually does set off a whole just mood of my day is if I can put myself together in a way that I feel like I'm presenting myself in the way that I see myself, then I feel like I go through my day more confidently. And that is something to be spoken of, you know? I just got the idea. We just need, we need to do a whole podcast episode on makeup and all of that stuff. But anyways, long story short, I move my body and then I shower and I, you know, do all of like the self-care things of getting ready so that I can show up confidently in my day. And those are like my three main priorities. You don't have to do them in hours necessarily. Your three main priorities might be like to bond with your dog in the morning, to get a healthy breakfast in the morning, to drink a coffee and take a moment for yourself by the window, you know? But whatever it is, you just pick like three priority things that kind of build around what you're trying to create a mood for going into your everyday routine. Okay. So now how are you supposed to actually build out your own morning routine? So I'm going to explain to you guys exactly how I build out mine. I do mine normally in my bullet journal. So especially anytime I'm starting to feel like my routine's a little stale or I'm just feeling like uninspired by it or that it needs to just be moved around or changed a little bit, I just map it all out in my bullet journal. But you can do this on lined paper. You can even just do this in your phone. You can do this in the calendar app on your phone. You can do this with alarms, however it's going to work best for you. Just figure out where you want to map it out first. And then I always start with the time. So I know that I wake up at six every day, but there were times where my routine was more seven o'clock based. Or even when I first moved into this apartment way back in September of last year, I was doing like a whole 5am thing that did not work for me at all. Um, But even then, 
again, it was just like, I can go back and see each time I've ever mapped out or flushed out just what I want my routine to look like. I've always started with the time. Now, again, we've talked about this. I did a Co's Daily Brew on are you getting enough sleep? But in general, I do think that there is something to say, especially if you're building a morning routine, but especially too, actually, if you're building a night routine to just keep in mind that you're not basically setting yourself up for disaster. By that, I mean, if you know that you're somebody that goes to bed late, don't make your morning routine so early that you're basically cutting down the amount of time that you get to sleep. I say that because I get up at six every morning, but if I'm having a week where I'm staying up later than usual, I normally can't make it through my normal morning routine because I'm too tired. So I always try and keep in mind at what point I go to bed and then making sure that I count at least eight and a half hours from then before I choose what time I'm going to get up. That way I'm not setting myself up to be so tired that this morning routine becomes more important than even being well rested enough to do anything for the day, you know? So start with what time you want to get up and what time you go to bed. From there, you're going to want to pick your priorities. Now I listed out my top three just before we took a break, but you can do this in a variety of ways. You don't have to pick like three main themes. Maybe you just want to pick three specific actions and, you know, just kind of find a way to incorporate them into what your morning routine is going to look like. But from the time you wake up in what sequence of events do you want to knock off the three priority things you're looking to do? And if you're not sure what your priorities are in the morning or at night or whenever you're trying to build out your routine, go back to that whole, why are you doing this? Or how do you want to feel from doing this? Like, why do you want to have a routine to begin with? That's a really good question to start with because it's like, if you want to have a routine so that you're more organized and productive, then maybe your priority should be something that causes you to feel productive and organized. Or if you want to have a morning routine so that you can anchor your mood to, like I said, feeling calm and creative, then maybe you want to make sure that your priorities are things that make you feel calm and creative before your day begins. Just make sure you're being realistic and just knowing that no matter what, you're the one that's in control here. You can build out any routine you want, but it's going to be ultimately up to you whether you follow through with it. And I feel like the only way we as humans tend to actually follow through on routine discipline things are when the why is greater than our need or our will to be uncomfortable. Because especially when you're building a routine, it's going to feel easy the days that you're super inspired, but it's the days that you're not inspired that are going to count the most. It's the days that you don't want to. It's the days where you'd rather just take the easier route or you know sleep in a little longer that you're going to need to have your why specifically stone-grained into your mind so that when you're like, oh, I just want to hit the snooze button, then you can think to yourself, but if I hit this snooze button, am I going to feel organized and prepared for my day? If I hit this snooze button, am I giving away the opportunity to anchor my mood or my perspective into feeling calm and creative? Am I giving up just any piece of influence that I have over my day to day by not showing up for myself? And that is the why that's going to make you wake up to those priority things so that you get them done. So like I said, start with your time, then figure out how much time are you realistically going to need to get to where you need to go if you're going to be doing a class or if you're going to work to prep or do all the things that you need to do. And then how much like wiggle room or flow time you want to give to the actions that you're actually doing. So, you know, by prep 
time, I mean, how long is it going to take you to get up, get ready or like make your bed? Like those are things that you just kind of have to do that bring you from the sequence of events of one thing to the next. But then within those three priority things of maybe it's reading, working out and making breakfast, how much time do you want to give yourself each day for wiggle room? Because those aren't always going to be exactly the same every day. And then once you have that, plus your sequence time of going from one to the other, you basically know from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., this is what you're going to be doing. Or from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m., that's how much time you're going to need. Or maybe you only need like an hour to do a morning sequence. It doesn't need to be a crazy extensive morning routine either. And then I highly, highly suggest this part, like big time. Test it out for 21 days. The reason why is because Well, first of all, that's exactly three weeks. So it gives you a really good chance to dip your feet into this routine and see if it's actually working for you or if it's not and at what point you feel like giving up or did you even feel like giving up at all or even just the results it's going to cultivate for the rest of your day. Like, are you noticing that you're more productive throughout the day? Are you noticing that you're in a better mood? And also because it usually takes around 21 days to form a habit. And when you're trying to build a routine in a lot of ways, building a routine into your day is like building a whole new habit. So when you do it for 21 days after that 21 days, if you're really in a good flow with your routine, you're going to notice it's going to become so much easier to get up at that time you usually get up at, to do this low of sequence of events that you've been doing for 21 days now. And just in general, you're going to notice that you're not going to feel as tempted to just like kick your routine off, you know? And also too, I think that 21 days is a perfect amount of time to then renegotiate and like reestablish what's working, what isn't, and to give yourself that extra week of the month to kind of change things around and see if that works better. Now also too, if you're looking to build in a routine, tell somebody about it. I feel like even just knowing that I'm sharing my routines with you guys all the time online, or even just like talking about my routine with Arthur, my boyfriend, or with friends and family members that also have routines, like just being around other people that know what your routine is makes it easier for you to kind of, I guess, like show up for yourself because it doesn't feel necessarily like you're doing it all the time alone. Now, I love doing my routines alone. I don't know if I could be someone that would have like an integrated morning routine with somebody else. But hey, if you live with somebody or if you have a significant other, like do your routine with that person or talk about it with that person because it's going to make you more excited about your routine. It's going to make you feel more accomplished and, you know, just content with what you're trying to do. And it makes it so that when you're talking about the goals that you're necessarily trying to go for in life, whether it is just building a morning routine or a big goal, like writing a book, talking about it with other people, it keeps it fresh in your mind and fresh in your memory, but it also sparks the energy that it's creating for you in your life. Or if you don't have anyone to talk about it with, or just don't feel like it's something you want to share necessarily with other people, document it. You can journal about it. You can even document it on social media if you want. You could make a morning routine whole Instagram if you wanted, or just share it to your Instagram stories, whatever it's going to do that's going to make it feel like you're basically tying yourself to it in a number of ways, you know, that you're really falling in love with this routine. And why shouldn't you? Because, you know, yeah, I just feel like that's such a cool thing to do to be able to even just journal out how you're feeling each day 
as you go through the routine is so cool to look back on. Or if you're documenting it, when you're not living in the the place you're living right now, five years from now, you'll be able to look back and be like, oh, I miss that morning routine. I remember waking up every morning and sitting exactly in that spot and drinking my coffee and reading that book. And it'll bring you a sense of warmth and, you know, memory of a place you used to be that built out a lot of who you are. And like I mentioned many times already in this podcast episode, make sure that you're also just like picking out a time to reevaluate and readjust your routines. So normally I, I take my Sundays as like a just a day. It's like almost like a self-care day in all the ways. I like to do like laundry and clean the apartment and like all those types of things. And then I also like to plan out my week and plan out my goals and touch base with basically my main focus for the year and my main focus for the month and all of that good stuff. And so in doing that each Sunday, not only am I able to reevaluate how my routines worked for me that week, but I also keep a tracker in my bullet journal. So I'm able to see what mornings I found it harder and what mornings I found it easier, what days I stumbled across something new, what days I found a new like insight through my meditations, whatever they are, but just having time to reevaluate and readjust and take in the information that going through my routine is giving me and then using that information to move forward with my routine and constantly make sure it's also evolving and growing as well. So that would be my tips and tricks on how to build a morning routine, what my morning routine is, and why I think that all of us should have a morning or nighttime routine. I have mentioned already at the beginning of this episode, but I can't say it enough. Having a morning routine has completely changed just my day-to-day living. Now, this isn't just because I work from home. It doesn't just make it easier for me to show up and sign in for my work after my morning routine is done. But even when I have places to be or I'm traveling, I still try and keep somewhat of my morning routine intact from Monday to Friday because it gives me that sense of comfort and repetition and just time to check in with myself. And I feel like that for me anyways, is super important for me to feel like I'm not getting lost in the commotion of everyday living. So yeah, I don't know. Those are all my thoughts on having a morning routine. And I want to hear what you guys have to say or think about it. So definitely be sure to comment in the CastBox comment section if that's where you're listening or tweet or Instagram it at me. My handle is literally just Kayla Nicholson 13 on Instagram or just Kayla Nicholson on Twitter. If you guys want to come chat more about morning routines or tell me your thoughts. And aside from that, I hope you guys have an amazing day and that you're feeling all inspired to revamp your own morning or night routine. And I will talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye guys. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.